Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fiction, a podcast that dives into the stories of people's lives, everyday people like you and me, or even famous people throughout history. But we want to get you, the listener, involved as well. So if you have stories, things that have happened to you, amazing things, hilarious things, random things, whatever it may be, send your stories to thetrueandthefictional at gmail.com. So until then, we're going to dive into some of the interesting true stories from modern history and beyond. So strap in, it's story time. Hold on. By continuing in the meeting, you are consenting to be recorded. (laughs) Continue. I give you consent. The consent app. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We are live here from... Live from our homes. We're here live from Sydney, but not Sydney. (laughs) Well, one of us is in Sydney. I'm in Sydney. Jamie's in Sydney, but not Sydney. I'm in the bush. And uh, Jamie lives in Queensland, but he's still classified as Sydney by our premier. Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Um, It's been weeks for you, but I'm predicting that we're still in the lockdown when you people are listening to this episode. Yes. Sydney is now a prison island again. (laughs) we're We're recording this on a Saturday. I think we're in week four. Four, end of week four, end of week three. Yeah. Of lockdown. So when this um, when no. Wait, yeah, when this episode drops, it'll be a week after we were supposed to be reopening. Yes, yeah, we're supposed to be reopening on the thirtieth of July. Yeah. Don't think it's happening. No, it'll be thirtieth of July next year. Twenty twenty seven. Yes. Um, uh, that's anyway, that's enough COVID talk. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm sick of talking about it. We're trying now. We're going to talk. <laughs> we talked about the scary stuff. Now we're going to talk about the other scary stuff. <laughs> yeah. Jamie said he wants a joke, so um, knock knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. <laughs> Interrupting cow. Boom! <laughs> Boom! Wow. There you go. That's joke. That's light in the mood. Now we're going to talk about strange stories that will make you realize the real world is scarier than any movie. Mm, yes, it's a little bit creepy, this article. Um, I'll post it in the show notes if you want to have a sticky beak. But um, There is some photos involved. Now, Ryan got very excited when he first read the first one, so I'll let you take the first one, Ryan. Oh, right. Yeah, as I said in our last episode, I'm on a bit of a horror, horror train at the moment, trying to find something that will scare me. So also, off topic, if you know any movies that you reckon would absolutely... I've watched pretty much all the horror movies, but any horror movies that you think would scare or scare the unscarable, please send us an email to... The true and the fictional at gmail.com. Because I need... I've been watching The Conjuring, Paranormal Activity, The Exorcism of Emily Rose, all those kind of movies, and they're not doing any... They're great movies, but they're not scaring me. So Maybe maybe you need to go to the B-grade section. Oh, no, they're just... They're scary <laughs> in a different way. I need it to be substance. Like, I just watched The Conjuring 2 last night, which was an amazing film. It's probably my favourite of the two that I've watched so far, but just no scares. Like, I can understand it will be scary to some people, but I enjoyed the movie. Going to probably watch the third one tonight. 
um, the new one. But yeah, I can understand how it scared people. I enjoyed the movie, but didn't do anything. Mm. But anyway, let's go to Riverwood in Australia, where children of the Riverwood Primary School in Australia went out for recess one day, came back and found their playhouse was filled with 1.5 litres of human blood. Due to the amount of blood found, it was clear the victim would not have been able to get up and walk away. DNA testing was never able to match the blood to anyone. If you're that person that was murdered in the playhouse, send us an email. (laughs) Maybe it was a, um, the playhouse used to be a blood bank. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad they've, they've specified that it's human blood because, you know, people could say that, you know, an animal, like an animal died or something and they cleaned it out. But yeah. human blood, 1.5 litres, that's quite a lot. a lot. Yeah. It's, it's a noticeable amount. So I, I wonder if it was in like a Coke bottle. Or if it was just all over the floor. Well, it didn't specify. No. Maybe it's just a vampire who forgot his drink. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who knows? But, yeah, that's uh, I've actually never heard of that one. That's pretty, yeah. pretty no. interesting. Maybe one of the kids oh, yeah. is a vampire. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Maybe we've got Robert Pattinson, the shiny, sparkly vampire that doesn't drink blood. Well, then, no, it wouldn't be him. No, well, it maybe be. it was Blade. It would, be. it would be because he didn't drink it. <laughs> ah, touche. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there is a phone number which is zero eight 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 eight. That's mm-hmm. like nine eights and a zero in front of it. And yeah. it was discontinued for a dark, dark reason. Ooh. Every single person who was assigned the number has died in the last ten years. Two of these deaths were mob bosses who probably had it coming, but phone companies still didn't like the odds. Wow, imagine that. Getting it's like the phone number of death. It's like that. Um what's what's the movie where, where you can't watch the video? The ring. Yes. Oh yes, it's, the guy it's, it's, seven it's, days. it's a it's a modern day ring because it's <laughs> it's a ring tone. Yes. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's a it's the ring. I saw I saw a little bit sort of on topic. I watched an episode of um, a new show last night. It's called American Horror Stories. Yep. It's like an anthology thing. Uh, it was an interesting premise. It was a, this one was called The Drive-In and it was um, a movie that apparently people, when people watched, they went crazy and died and murdered people and did just by watching the, the movie. Um, you know, obviously that attracted a, a sellout crowd from a bunch of teenagers in a drive-in. And um, the only two survivors were two that were too busy making out and getting down mm. and dirty. They didn't even watch the movie, so they survived. But everyone else <laughs> went rage crazy and killed everyone. So I like stories like that. So that number number Good story times. does definitely intrigue <laughs> me. Mm. Um, the next one. When George Boyer was a boy, he didn't want to be an athlete or a rock star when he grew up. Instead, he aspired to be a one-legged man. It wasn't until 68, until he turned 68, that he got his wish. Uh, Boyer shot himself in the leg. The doctors in the hospital said they could save it, but Boyer convinced them to amputate it regardless. Boyer cheerfully lived with one leg for the rest of his life. I think I've actually heard of heard of these. There's, there's, a, there's a group of people, um, a, 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 probably back 40, 50 years ago, that used to, it was a club where they yeah. used to, 
amputate parts of their body. Wow. Um, some used to do it for sympathy. Some used to do it just because they heard voices and some just did it for the hell of it. So, wow. yeah, straight, as you said, real life is scarier sometimes. Well, there are some strange people out there. Yes, <laughs> there are. In 1885, a man received a letter from his brother in the mail. However, his brother had been dead for 13 years. Dun, dun, dun. The letter mentioned that his brother was mentally ill and would soon be coming to visit. When the man dug up his brother's coffin, he found it completely empty. Whoa. Where's the rest of the story? Did he come to visit? <laughs> I, I, or what? Well, this, this oh, is as man. far as it goes. <laughs> It's like a choose your own adventure thing. Yeah. But that's like in the in the old days, the very, very back in the you know, 16, 1700s when they used to have have you ever heard of where they used to put a bell on the grave and they used to put the string all the way down into the coffin because the people were so f- afraid that they were going to be buried alive that um yeah. they had the bell on, on the actual coffin. Yeah. Oh sorry, on the actual tombstone and then Someone would ring the if the, yeah. someone was ringing the bell, it meant they'd been buried alive. Yeah. Um, there you go. Okay, the next one. Oh, good old Edgar Allan Poe. In 1838, he released the novel The Narrative of Arthur Gordon Pym of Nantucket. The story was about three sailors who had to consume their friend in order to survive a shipwreck. Little did Poe know that this story became a reality some years later. In 1884, three sailors actually became shipwrecked and were forced to eat their friend, who eerily had the name of Richard Parker, the man eaten in the story. Edgar Allan Poe has a lot of supernatural energy surrounding yeah. him. Yeah. He might've, it might have been a prediction he might have had. He did actually report that he used to get visions, and that's how he would yeah. write his books. Well, it's not that so, uncommon. Yeah. I mean, um, I think it was like a few years before the Titanic sunk, there was a book written about a ship roughly the same size that sunk by getting hit by an iceberg. Like it was, and if if the, things like that happen all the time, I mean, if you watch yeah. The Simpsons, they've got yeah. a pretty good success rate of predicting things. Maybe one of their writers is a descendant of Ed Allan Poe. Mm, true. I really wish you guys could watch this because I'm doing hand signals. Yes. Uh, tell us about tell us about Edward Mordrake, Jamie. Well, he, he was born with born with a second face attached to the back of his head. Ah, uh, Voldemort. Yes, we know the story. <laughs> the Harry sec- Potter and the <laughs> well, they probably got it from here. Uh, <laughs> the second face couldn't speak, but it could laugh and cry separately from Edward's emotions. Ugh. Edward called his face, this face, his devil twin. Sadly, he killed himself at twenty three after doctors refused to remove it from. The skull. And just, I do know about this case, and just a little bit more freakishly, after he killed himself, the face was still alive for three days. was still laughing and crying. Okay, that's a little creepy. Yeah. Not, not making it up at all. I do know this case very well. I do know a lot of the supernatural and horror cases. And, uh, yeah, believe it or not, they... Kept the body because he didn't shoot himself in the head. Yeah, that was the problem. Um, they found that even though he was technically brain dead, yeah. there was enough energy to keep the face from li- living for a, 
few more days. Wow. Uh, you definitely yeah. wouldn't want yeah. to, you know, sleep on his back because then he'd suffocate his... <laughs> wouldn't that freak you out if you were the mortician and you oh, were yeah. just going in and all of a sudden you hear someone crying or laughing? Yeah, no, it would... De- yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm already freaking out right now. Can you go to the yeah. next one? <laughs> I get it, I get it, I get it. Uh, the next one, locals warned Soviet archaeologists that if they took this the skull of Timur, one of the greatest Mongol conquerors, it would lead to war, but they took it anyway. The next day was June 22nd, 1941, the day of Operation Barbarossa, the Nazi invasion of the Soviet Union. Hundreds and thousands of Russians died in just a few short weeks. Coincidence? <laughs> or... Was it a German a German in disguise as a Russian who said, oh, if you take this, there will be war. <laughs> and then they just, because they knew there was going to be war the next day. I don't know why my German voice yeah. sounded like Borat, but who cares? <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> All right. Oh, in, 19, in 1948, strange distress calls came from the SS Aurang were picked up off the coast of Indonesia. One voice was heard to say all officers, including captain, are dead, lying in chart room and bridge, possibly whole crew dead. A nearby vessel vessel soon messaged, uh, soon received a message in Morse code. It read, I die. When another boat investigated the ship, they found out the, yeah, the outrun crew were all dead, eyes open, faces staring towards the heavens. Mm. That's creepy. It's insanely creepy. I think this is... I stumbled across a creepy, creepy, creepy article. <laughs> I think, yeah, look, there's there's a lot of stuff which you could probably do an episode of things that happen at sea yeah. um, like this. It's just absolutely insane. I don't, I'm not too familiar with a lot of the ones that happen on sea, but, um, yeah, there's just the Bermuda Triangle alone you could do episodes yeah. on. But uh, the next one, in 1997, so it's quite recent, Rita Swift developed a roll of film she found on the ground. 16 of the photos were from 1969, so three had to be from a much earlier time. The three photos appeared to have been taken from a pinhole camera. They featured people in the 1800s Native American garb. That's weird. Don't know how that would be possible, but... Time travel, perhaps? Reenactments. Reenactments. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, again, it's just one of those crazy things, you know, you hear yeah. about all the, all these. Like, there was a photo, I think, I can't remember what it was of, but, I mean, it, it, they reckon it wasn't Photoshop, but it was a photo of a guy holding up a mobile phone talking yeah. back in, like, the 1920s. Yeah. And he had garb that was, like, from out from the 80s. I remember that, yeah. And they, they said, oh, yeah, it's Photoshop, but then they investigated and it actually wasn't. So I don't know. Who knows? I'm open to all those kind of things. So this next if you're one, a time traveler, send us an email too. Yeah, true in the picture at gmail.com. But um, there you this go. next one, I love this next one because it is so strange mm-hmm. and creepy. A man in Japan set up a security camera because he suspected someone was stealing from his kitchen. He thought it might have been an animal, but when he saw the footage, it turned out to be a woman who would emerge every night out of his cupboard, eat his food, even take a shower. Apparently, she had been living there without the man knowing for a whole year. 
Yep, and this is a lot more common than you think. Um, places in, especially in Japan, uh, China, places like that where there's a lot of overpopulation and yeah. not enough jobs and everything like that, you hear about this a lot. That you know, people hear noises in the roof, they think it's squirrels or, or not squirrels, obviously in Japan, but like they think it's animals in the roof or rats or whatever yeah. that may be. Uh, and then they get an exterminator, and then the exterminator goes up, and they see that there's like a bed set up, and there's yeah. television and food and stuff like that. It's just people living there because they can't afford yeah. another place. It's not necessarily it is creepy as all hell, but it's not necessarily like a, a horror thing. It's just there's no they got nowhere else to go, and they found a place that like people live in walls sometimes, yeah. or especially old places where. Um, you know, there's rooms that the owners may not know about, like a concealed room or something that people just live there for years and years and years yeah. without getting caught. People go to work during the day, people come out, have a shower, have something to eat, go back. Hmm. Uh, it happens a lot more than you think. So there yeah. you go. I'm glad someone caught some footage. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. Uh, okay, the next one, in 1669, King Louis the fourth. Teeth sent a man to prison without trial. He was forced to wear a hideous mask of whalebone at all times. What did the man do? Nobody knows. To the, this day, the identity of the man has remained unknown. Whatever this man did to the king must have been bad. His name died when the king did. Isn't this the one that like they made the man in the iron mask? Probably. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing. Well, I mean, there's a picture of Leonardo DiCaprio there, so I'm, yeah. I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah. Again, another one of those Americans playing an Englishman, but with an American accent. <laughs> yeah. Or a Frenchman, sorry. Okay, the three musketeers. Yeah. <laughs> now let's talk about Abraham Lincoln. Excellent. Why does your Abraham Lincoln sound like Sean Connery? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my 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 Nazi sounding like Bora. Because I'm, I'm Sean Connery doing Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> um. Before April 15th, 1965, the day Lincoln was shot, Lincoln himself had a dream that might have predicted his fate. In his dream, Lincoln was a soldier standing over a casket. When he asked who the man, when he asked who the man who died was, the soldier responded, the president. Do you feel better now that you know the real world is a horror movie that never ends? This planet is trying to kill us and there's nothing we can do about it except watch movies that are slightly less scary than real life. Yes, I agree totally in relation to that. Have you had any 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 encounters yourself, Jamie? Anything scary or anything? I know we've talked about it on a previous episode, but... Um, no, not really. No? No. I'm not, well, not, not, seeing... not off the top of my head. But... Okay. I remember sharing the, the haunting of the house of, that we used yeah. to live in with, yeah. with the music and stuff. But no, I think I think we 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 live pretty sheltered lives. Yeah. Into but I would expect if something was gonna be haunted or something strange was gonna happen, it'd be more up your way than down here in Western Sydney. Well, I mean the, the you know just with the history of everything up there. Well, apparently there's a murder house near me. Oh, awesome! So it's, oh, it's, just <laughs> a house, it, it's just a house where someone died, where someone was murdered. Um, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> I don't know. Well, the only the only thing I can I can think of that's sort of a bit crazy and creepy is that um, 
that one of my friends um, from high school lived in the house where the Anita Cobby killers lived and like killed animals and yeah. stuff like that in the backyard and um, were there when they were arrested with the police for helicopter and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. It's pretty boring down here. I mean, if I was going to be haunted, I'd probably be wearing like a filler track suit and a bum bag or something like that. Yeah. But <laughs> there's nothing much down this way. Yeah. You'd be... Um, You'd you'd be out the back of your house, and you you get this cold chill, and someone go, "Can I bum a smoke, mate?" <laughs> <laughs> most definitely, man. Most definitely, but no, nothing scary yet. But maybe who knows if we're still doing this podcast in thirty years, maybe we'll have some more stories to tell. We'll still be in lockdown, no doubt. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Gladys Gladys Berejiklian or whatever her name is will be in her eighties, and she'll just be going, "Just two more weeks." Two there, more weeks. There, there's just one problem with that theory. What's up? Well, she's not going to be in power next year, next election. <laughs> uh, unless it's like a, unless we turn into like a totalitarianism, um, you know, Nazi style, yeah. where oh, or like Russia, where Putin just gets voted in every year, yeah. and if someone tries to run against him, he just murders them. <laughs> well, that happened. That happened in um, oh, one of the Middle Eastern countries. They were um. They had the first elections in sixty years. Oh wow! And then the guy realized he was gonna. The guy in power realized he was gonna lose, and so he started a race riot over near Israel, just to distract from him losing. Yep. You know, I mean, that wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. But we hope you are keeping safe during this crazy Thanks. time. If you're at the moment, I think it's New South Wales, Victoria, South Australia. Uh, yeah, pretty much half the country. Oh, well, yeah, locked down at the moment. I think I think they said like thirteen million people. Yep. So just try and keep safe. Keep keep your mental state active by doing things that you love. If you you know play games, read books, yep. watch movies, TV, go for walks around. You know within your yep. LGA. Yep. Um, just do what you got to do till we come out of this and. You know, hopefully we can uh, we can get some of you on here uh, to tell your stories as well. So yeah. keep them coming. Send us an email to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. Yeah, and we will probably come back with a few more episodes to keep you guys entertained. That we will. Excellent. Well, until then, see you next time. See you next time.